Father, we receive illumination by your spirit, change us by your word. Let no one here remain the same. Jesus alone exalted. For in Jesus' name we are prayed. In Jesus' name we are prayed. All right, so last week Sunday we started a brand new conversation, Deep Treasures. Deep Treasures. And today we're going to go a step further. And maybe I should say we're going to go deeper in the conversation. Somebody say Deep Treasures. Colossians chapter 2, let's read from verse 1 to verse 5 from the New Living Translation. And then we'll go to our main text, which is Colossians chapter 2 and verse 3. This is the Apostle Paul writing. He says, I want you to know how much I have agonized. I have longed for you and for the church at Laodicea and for many other believers who have never met me personally. It says, I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. If there is no other thing they know, if there is no other thing they are sure, I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself. It says in him, in Christ, lie hidden. Somebody say hidden. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. All the treasures, not some, not a few. All the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hidden in Christ. Please don't meet next week Sunday. It says, I am telling you this so no one will deceive you with nice sounding, tie wearing, bling, deceiving, well crafted arguments. It says, for though I am far away from you, my heart is with you. And I rejoice that you are living as you should. That your faith in Christ is strong. I want to be able to say this about all of us. Maybe I'm not far. I'm not far. Someone like you, stop that. Don't remove that far away part. My heart is with you. I rejoice that you are living as you should. I rejoice that you are executing dominion as you should. I rejoice that your life is as it should. I rejoice that your body is as it should be. I rejoice that there is perfection in your being from the crown of your heads to the soles of your feet. I rejoice that your kidneys are fine. I rejoice that there is joy in your heart. I rejoice that there is nothing outside that can change your confidence in God. That you are living as you should and your faith in Christ is strong. So let's go to verse 3. In the Amplified, Colossians chapter 2. It says, in him, in Christ, are hidden all treasures of divine wisdom. Comprehensive insights into the ways and purposes of God. And all the riches of knowledge and enlightenment are stored up. Somebody say stored up. If I tell you I'm storing up something for you in my house, what should your desire be? One day, someday, you need to come and get it, right? One day, someday, I'm, it's just piling up and piling up. It's the same way God has piled up joy for someone. Healing piled up for someone. Health piled up for someone. Marital breakthroughs piled up for someone. All-around prosperity piled up for someone. Peace in your mind piled up for someone. He says, come and get it. Let me tell your neighbor, say, come and get it. 
Your name is written on it. Come and get it. It's been fully paid for. Oh, may I break that news to you? It's been fully paid for by the blood of Jesus. And it has your name on it. Tap your neighbor and say, come and get it. It is yours. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Uh, the, the direction I sense the Spirit of God leading us this morning really is to push somebody to leave the shores of life and to leave the ordinariness of existing and cooperate with the Spirit of God to bring you, Not it's not going to be a stroll. Some of us, it's going to become, let's go. I am going to say, yes, Lord, I'm going. Some of us, it's going to become, let's go. It's going to be, I, I heard a sound and I'm not sure. Some of us is going to be, come, let's go. So you can choose which one it is. But the summary is that you must go. You must leave where you are now. And you must get to where you truly belong. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm going to say that one more time. You must leave where you are now. Hear me? I don't care how great where you are now is. I know for sure that there is greater ahead of you. Did you hear that? You might say, oh, PD, everything is fine in my house. My mortgage is all paid off. I don't, even, I, don't, I don't bother about all these things people bother about. What if I told you that you are supposed to be God's tool to pay off other people's mortgages? So is that going to wake you up a little bit more? Oh, Peter, I trusted, you for, I, 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 I trusted God for that healing, and I've been healed. Why am I still praying? What if I told you that God's desire is to use your own hands? Your own hands. Boy, those days are coming. You enter into a mall, and the best thing that will happen to someone diagnosed with cancer, is that they were on the same line with you. That's the best thing that will happen to them. What chemotherapy could not do? What radiotherapy could not do? Not in a church service. In a grocery store. You're about to make payments. And virtue just flows from you to that person. And cancer disappears. And you remember that me, once upon a time, trusting God for healing. Now, divine power is flowing through me. Am I in the right room this morning? Somebody say glory to God. So there is an investment you and I are going to make in response. Can we try something? Can we try something? God is love. I want you to say it. God is, no, don't say it too fast. If it's too fast, you might miss it. You might miss it. Do you know why you might miss it? There is power in speaking out and hearing what you are saying. I won't explain that today. Join us at the midweek services. But let me tell you a quick story. A man went to meet a counselor. He was a father of a teenage boy. He remembered when this boy was a cute boy, you know, daddy, hug, daddy, oh, go here, go here, go there. You know, when they become teenagers, you are wondering where your cute boy went to. Because now everything is, what did you say, dad? I'm not doing that, dad. No, dad. After a while, they remove the dad. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> Praise God. But things were very, very bad and very heated. And he went to the counselor. I think I've shared this with us before. And he told the counselor, I don't understand my son. I am running mad. I am losing it. I, I don't get him. He does not listen to me. I just don't get him. And the counselor said, okay, I think I know the solution. He said, what's the solution? He said, you just said something now. Can you say it again? The man said, I don't just get the boy. He doesn't listen to me. The counselor said, okay, pause. I want you to say it 
three more times. So the man said, I don't understand the boy. He doesn't listen to me. I don't understand the boy. He doesn't listen to me. It was the third time he was saying it. I don't understand the boy. He doesn't. And the man saw it. If you want to understand someone, you listen to them. Not them listen to you. And in just that moment, the case was solved. He went back home and he just hung out with the boy more. What are the things you like to do? Let's just talk. I want to listen to you so that I can understand you. So can we try it again slowly this time? God is love. Okay, some of you are now saying it like Siri. <laughs> Glory to God. Okay, let's say it one more time. God is love. You know, the world has deceived us that French is the language of love. They've deceived us that French is the language of love. If, if you hear somebody argue in French, you might change your mind. With your apologies to my French, <laughs> my French sister, you might change your mind. So, French language is not love. God is love. Can we try that again? Um, my French friends, I still love you. All right, and you guys are still loved in your own way. But in the real way, I want you, somebody needs to see it. God is love. Do you know why treasures are hidden for you? So that you can come seek. There'll be a little bit of chase involved. Young men in the room, sometimes when you send the text to that lady you're in love with, depending on who you are. If you're a song of Solomon's brother, and you start with beloved, thou art fairer than 10,000 unto me. You are the only lily in my garden. All right. <laughs> Do you know a lady can love you, but she wants the thrill of the chase? Hello. The ladies are like, please don't tell them. Don't tell them. She's already fully in love. Like she's literally gone. But she wants the chase. She wants the chase. And many brothers, the moment you've caught your catch, you end the chase. And ladies are designed to be chased. Not haunted. God bless you, my sister. Brothers, are you listening? Hello. Some of you have stopped dating your wives because you've married her. You stopped courting your wife because she's now your wife. My daughter asked my wife a question. Was it yesterday? She said, Daddy, who is your girlfriend? <laughs> I said, my wife is my... She said, you mean there is no other one? I said, there is no... <laughs> I said, there is, this is my girlfriend. This is my side chick. This is my everything. Somebody say, glory to God. Okay, let's be serious once again. Today's service is actually very deep. The reason why treasures have been hidden, they are not hidden from you. They are hidden for you. There is an invitation with your name on it. So come search these truths out. Many of us get tired. Many of us get exhausted even before the journey begins. And the charge have been sent to charge someone 
in the room or maybe somebody watching online is that you must pay the price and you must fight the fight. That's today's sermon. You must find a way to convince yourself and agree with the Spirit of God that the price is worth paying and the fight is worth fighting. You might not see what is pushing and what is motivating others. Our journeys are different. Our lanes and the destiny we carry are different. I remember when I was doing my Cambridge A-levels in a very flamboyant, it's, it was typically a rich, rich people's school. I was there on scholarship. There was no way on earth. <laughs> my dad had just passed on. There was no way my mom could afford to pay. I was there on scholarship, going to school with people whose parents had 10 houses in VGC, for those who know what I'm talking about. People who every summer, they went to London and Paris, had never even seen the airport. And you have their teachers begging them to study. Nobody needed to beg me to study. I'll wake up at 5, I will go jog, do my quiet time, get back there, read until it is time for class, 9 a.m. Go to class when it is break, gist with my friends. After class around 2 or 3 o'clock, go back to the room, say hi to a few friends. The moment it is 5 p.m., I am reading till 11. 11, studying. Every day. Because the program, people are like, wow, PD, you did that? Amen. You will do more. Because your destiny, your destiny deserves it. See, don't allow, don't buy that lie that it's, it is too much. How can you say it is too much? That means you don't really know what God put in you. How can you say it's too much? It's not too much. And I'll see people that they'll beg them, oh, you're not reading, you're not studying. I'm saying that there, there is nothing pushing them. Some of us know that when we are going home, we are not going to some plane tickets, flying business class to Paris. Some of us know that if we do not burn this midnight candle, our children will repeat this cycle. And somebody must wake up and break it. You must be willing to pay the price for your destiny. You must be willing to put in the fight. Enough of this, this lazy, this, like, like African parents will say, lackadaisical, I'm trying to be serious, but please, African parents love that word. Lack, oh, so, oh, oh, all right. So, I, I think there's just that bond between us. Lackadaisical. Glory to God. Okay, Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 2. Proverbs chapter 25 and verse 2. And then we'll get into it. It is the glory, somebody say glory, of God to conceal a thing. But the honor, somebody say honor. So it's not punishment. It's not, it's not, it's not suffering. It is honorable for you to search out and to dig out. There is gold down there. When you see me moving big rigs and heavy equipment and I'm praying and I'm fasting and I'm investing in the spirit, don't tell me my own is too much. That is your way of agreeing with the devil that I carry no destiny. How do you know that my real destiny does not need 10 hours of praying per day? Five hours of fasting per week. How do you know? Don't tell me I'm doing too much. See, beware of people who tell you you're doing too much. They, they don't really know what you carry. It says it is the honor, it is honorable to dig. It is honorable to pay the price. It is honorable to fight the fight and say, devil, you touched the wrong person. Let's switch to the TPT and we'll get into it. God conceals the revelation of his word in the hiding place of his glory. Does this sound like a lover's language? He wants you to come there. 
It says, but the honor of kings is revealed by how they thoroughly search out the deeper meaning of all that God says. Peradventure, someone is still in denial that the price is worth paying and the fight is worth fighting. The first case I want to present to you is that the enemy believes in your future enough to pay the price. Even if you won't pay more, at least match the price the enemy is paying. <laughs> Hello? In the barest minimum, if somebody can stay awake all night for Pity's marriage to be destroyed, the least Pity can do is to stay awake all night for not only that marriage to stand, but to be a glorious model for other marriages that should have fallen, but because they saw one standing, they said, no, we won't throw in the towel now. If you can't even invest in your destiny, at least match the bidding price that the enemy is bidding on your destiny. Numbers chapter 22, verse 16 to verse 17. I want to read from the easy translation so that you will see what is going on. They said to Balaam, Hello? Do you know this story? Israel was far away in the wilderness. On the way, somebody saw them from afar and was threatened by the destiny they carried. And he fold his hands. He did something about it. He says, King Balak says, do not let anything stop you from coming to me. Is that in your Bible? Is that on your screens? Are we still together? Do not let anything stop you. Verse 17, he says, I will certainly make you rich and famous. My question to you is, how much was Balak willing to pay Balaam to cause God's children? How much? It was a blank check. It went the first time. He said, maybe they told him, I'm only going to pay $5 million. Can you raise it? Tell him I can do much more than. Tell him I'll pay $10 million. I don't want her to have joy ever. And you are just there, busy, cute, and sleeping away, and the enemy is signing checks. I will make you rich and famous. I will do anything you want. Please come. Curse them for me. The enemy is making checks, making investments, paying prices, putting in the fight, and God's children who treasure has been eating for. Saying, I, I, I don't even know if God still loves me. I don't even know if he's still, can he see me? God, are you there? Ah. Esther chapter 3, I want to convince you that whatever price the spirit of God brought you to pay is not too much. It's not too much. Oh, your world is going to see Jesus through you. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said our world will see Jesus through us. Men will see our good works and they will glorify our father. It will be obvious that this is not man's doing. It will be obvious that this is the Lord's doing. In the mighty name of Jesus, Esther chapter 3, I read verse 8 and 9 from the message translation. I want to convince someone that the enemy is currently signing checks. It says, Ammon then spoke with the king. It says, there is an odd set of people 
She comes to, to, to the office on morning and she's smiling on the Monday morning. Smiling. She's greeting people. She's saying, hi, did you have a great weekend? Who has a great weekend? She looks like she had a good night rest. Why is she happy? Why is she glad? Why are they always shouting and jumping? You'll just be there shouting that the Lord is good. It says they're an odd set of people. Scattered through the provinces of your kingdom, it says they don't fit in. Hello? Hello? We were never supposed to fit in. We were called to stand out. Somebody say glory to God. It says their customs, their ways, they don't gossip with us when we are gossiping in this office. They don't backbite with us when we are backbiting. They don't, they don't adjust figures. This, their so-called Christianity is standing in the way of progress. We can't cheat as much as we would love to. We cannot do the, the, the dirty things we would have loved to do. It says we, we need to do something about these guys. It says worse. They disregard the king's laws. It says they are an affront. The king shouldn't put up with them. This is somebody writing a letter to a king. And the people being written about were coasting. It says, if you please the king, let orders be given that they be destroyed. Can we read the next thing, everybody together? I will pay for it myself. I won't take a loan. I won't borrow money. All of my life savings, king, if you can destroy these people, I will pay the price. I'll deposit 375 tons of silver in the Royal Bank to finance the operation. Now, I know many people don't know what tons of silver means, right? I think in, there are some versions that call it 10,000. A ton is 1,000 kilos. Some other versions will tell you 10,000 talents of silver. How much did they sell Jesus for? Pieces, pieces. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me show you what I dug out for you. It says, at the time this was written, the annual revenue of the Persian Empire, not the country. Hello? Hello? I, are we still in church? Are you sure you're still in church? The revenue of the entire Persian Empire. And he said, do you know what an empire is? Many of us don't really know. It, it, it's a kingdom consisting of multiple regions, typically from India to Ethiopia. Like spanning kingdoms, all of them bringing their wealth, their riches, the, the typical annual revenue for the Persian Empire at the time was 14,560. Hello? Annual. 14,560. So you are telling the king, me, I'll give you 10,000. I see it. That's a deal in the words of the Godfather. Too good. That's a deal you can't refuse. He says, I will pay for it myself. The enemy is signing checks. It is said that this amount was equal to two and a half million British pounds. Then, then, in today's pounds or dollars, how much is that? Why is the enemy so interested in breaking the bank? For people who don't see what they carry. For people who don't know that the price is worth paying for their own destinies. So on the same PD, we want a, a, a New Testament example. It is true that Balak can sign a blank check and a man can pay millions of pounds for the destruction of God's people. So let's go to Acts. 
Acts chapter 23, verse 20 and verse 21. And he said, the Jews have agreed. Is that in your Bible? There's agreement in the camp of the enemy when the agenda is destruction. In the camp of God's children, you see disagreement. <laughs> okay, let's move on. They've, they've decided that they're going to tell you to bring Paul down to the council as though they were going to inquire, as, as though they're interested in asking questions. He says it's a, it is a trap. Verse 21 says, don't yield to them for more than how many people? Lie in wait. Men who have bound themselves by an oath. Please, I want you to note these words. That they will neither eat nor drink. Can you see this? You are begging believers today to fast. You are begging people today, and you hear people say, can I break at 9 a.m.? <laughs> can, I, can I break at 12? It says 40 people came by oath. Do you know what it means to say by oath? You don't know. You don't know what it means by oath. Let me tell you what it means by oath. By covenant. Let me tell you what it means. You know when it's like June or December or edifice when we are fasting? Hello? And you tell yourself, Father, I thank you. I'm going to start at 6. I'm, bring, I'm going to break at 6. How many people know what I'm talking about? Then when it's like 12, 15. Are those people around? Okay, I'm the only one that experiences this. You guys are, you guys are up there. When it's like 12, 15, you guys have overcome. The Lord will help those of us. <laughs> In the mighty name of Jesus. When it's 12.15, it's as though a delegation from your inside came and said, if you don't feed us now, we might die. <laughs> if you don't do something about it now. And it is usually in that period, maybe your friends just came together. Oh, you know, somebody's dividing cows. You know, are you interested? That's when they would now divide cow. And you have your own. That, that is when this, everything is just more, more appealing in that period. It is just there. It, it, it's almost dancing. You're closing your eyes trying to pray, to pray. And like Peter in that trance, you're seeing all sorts of delicacies. You're seeing roundabouts. You're seeing intestine. Some people are like, does it mean an intersection? When he says roundabout, if you don't know that, I can I don't know how to help you. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. It says they bound themselves by oath. Men, few Christians fast like this today. That no matter how I feel, I know I won't die. I am not breaking until it is time to break. You know, many of us don't believe that our destiny, like God understands, you know, I'll just continue tomorrow. 40, 40. Ah, if I can find three people. That will fast like this. <laughs> that PD will blow. Just three people. Indeed, I will blow. Four, zero, four. Now I want you to look into God's word. It should bother you. How, how far the enemy is willing to go. And now God's children are not even willing to take a step. They won't touch food. They won't drink water until they have killed him. I don't know what happened to these people. I, I, I want to guess. 
if their oath was really strong, they probably starved to death. Because Paul lived. Glory to Jesus. Hear me, no matter the gang up and the investment of the enemy over your life, bigger payment has been made for you. The precious blood of the Lamb of God has ransomed you. So when the enemy is calling pounds and silver, the courts of heaven, blood is speaking on your behalf. And we cancel the effect of all such. In the name of Jesus, those paying money and inviting sorcerers and demoniacs to release courses on you, we cancel it by the blood in the name of Jesus. Those who are fasting night and day and chanting incantations against your destiny, against your family, we neutralize it by the blood of Jesus. You will live. I said you will live. I said you will live. Come on, I'm speaking directly to someone now. You will live. Payment has already been made that in 2022, condolences will be shared with your family that we are going to gather together and mourn. But because the Lord has sent his word and blood has been applied on your behalf, we agree together as a corporate family and we decree, you shall not die. You shall live. In the name of Jesus. Come on, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm not dying anytime soon. I'm not done yet. I'm not dying anytime soon. There's greatness ahead of me. Someone is saying, PD, how much? <laughs> how much is the price that I have to pay? Can I convince you first that it's going to be worth it? If you don't believe that, there is no motivation to pay any price. You have to believe it's going to be worth it. People don't know what was waking me up at night then. I remember I had a candid conversation with my mom. She said, Daya, before your dad died, he told you you were going to study abroad. You're going to study medicine. You're going to be a great doctor. You're going to save lots of lives. Prophecies have gone ahead of you. She said, but my son, there is no way I can afford. Even if you are studying here, it will be grace. It will take grace to pay your school fees for medical school here. How much more abroad? She said, but there's something you can do. You can study hard. There's something called scholarship. I said, do you love me? Your mother said, mommy, I love you. She said, if you're on that scholarship, I won't have to sweat. I won't have to do strange things just to pay school fees. I had an elder brother who was studying in school. We were paying school fees in pounds. We moved from a, how many room now? Like eight bedroom to like three bedroom. By the time my wife met me, it was in the humbling period. There were cars, cars in the house, cars, cars. By the time she met me, there was just one, she still jokes about it. There was just that one red car. Everybody shared it. Everybody used the one red car. So when I was studying and, and, and I, I just saw the scholarship ahead of me. Other people were just like, my dad is going to pay. You know, and if he doesn't pay, I'm going to call him. Say, Daddy, you sent me 15,000 pounds. You said we're going to send 17. You sent 15,000. Daddy, what's going on? What's going on? And me, I'm like, well, number one, there's no daddy to call. Number two, if 1,000 pounds <laughs> can drop from the heaven, the kind of dance I will dance already. Hmm. So, may I convince you first that it is worth it. Your destiny is worth fighting for. The glory ahead of you is worth paying the price for. And I pray for someone under the sound of my voice that the grace to put in the fight again some are like, oh, PD, I've been here before. I've been here before, but I'm exhausted. I'm tired. 
I pray that the grace to put in the fight again, the grace to pay the price again, that grace will be released this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. What are the prices that you and I must pay? We must begin to make big investments. Somebody say big investments in your spirit, in your soul, and in your body. Can I say that again? You and I must be willing, if God is going to use you mightily, and he's going to use you mightily for a long time. Oh, somebody did not get that. You know, it's possible to be used mightily for two months, and before, off the scene already. And you become past tense. Oh, God did great things to, to, with them and through them for like that two-year period. They were like the talk of town. May I announce you, that's not God's desire. God wants to use you mightily. And he wants to use you mightily for a long time. And if that's going to be the case, you and I must be willing to make the investment. Somebody say, big investment. We will beat the investment of Balak. We will beat the investment of Amon. We will rest in the confidence that the most precious substance was already used to purchase these treasures for us. So we're going to put in the, the price. We're going to fight the fight. Somebody say glory to God. For those who are writing and taking notes, the investment you will make in your spirit is for growth. The investment you will make in your soul or in your mind is for knowledge. And the investment you will make in your body or for your body is discipline. Hello. Want me to take that again? The investment, the big investment, let me not just say investment. I don't know who said this time for me. I am like my father. In the beginning, God created. Some of us are not limited by time. Amen? Amen? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Glory to God. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just pulling your legs. I'm pulling your legs. Praise God. So you're going to, especially for those who are fellowshipping with us for the first time, please enjoy God's house. We are a very serious church. You know, we preach serious messages. And we close on time too. Amen? Amen. Why are you guys laughing like I said something that is not completely accurate? So the big investments you're going to make, the big investment in your spirit is for what? Oh, I need it to be louder. The big investment in your spirit is for what? For growth. The big investment in your mind is for what? Knowledge. And the big investment in your body is for what? Discipline. If you can find a person who will commit to this, and we'll do it like they did in Acts, by an oath. It doesn't matter how I'm feeling that morning. If today is the day I'm fasting, today is the day I'm fasting. It doesn't matter the way I'm feeling. If I'm to wake up at 5, I'm going to wake up at 5. There are people who after this service, you're going to delete the snooze on your, on your, on your alarms. Because many of us are snoozing away destiny. In real life, there is no snooze. When your bills are due, can you snooze it? When the doctor says there are two weeks, can you press snooze? When the surgeon says this is, this is not resectable, we can't take it out. It has spread. Can you press snooze? There's no snooze in real life. 
So we must not be comfortable folding our hands and just, 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 just jolly in a way as though life is games. Investment in your spirit for growth. Investment in your mind for knowledge. Investment in your body for discipline. Discipline. The, the first part is very easy for me to cover in maybe 60 seconds. Investment in your spirit for growth. Luke chapter 1 and verse 80 from the New King James Version. We're currently in the midst of a giant challenge. How many people are enjoying the giant challenge so far? Okay. It means more people need to know about the challenge and need to join us. It says the child grew and became strong in spirit. In the old King James, it says waxed strong in spirit. There is such a thing as waxing strong in spirit. It says that he was in the desert till the day of his manifestation to Israel. Many desired the day of manifestation without having paid the price for waxing strong in spirit. And we started the, the, the giant challenge, which I want to re-challenge everyone under the sound of my voice, including those of you watching online. It doesn't matter what country you are streaming from. All right, we want to appreciate you for being a part of this ministry. But please, one of the biggest, biggest decisions you can make right now, today, not tomorrow, is to say that from today, I am going to commit to this. And what is the challenge? Very simple. You read at least one chapter of the word per day. You pray in tongues at least one hour per day. You fast. Please drink water, okay? Hello. 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 Please take some water, okay? You fast one day a week. And you go out for evangelism, trusting God for souls, at least once a, a month. Is that so expensive? In the long run, life will life. Will life. For those who have, who have been doing it, have you noticed how deliberate you must be? Have you noticed? Or maybe it's just me. It's not like PDB thought you were doing. Hello? <laughs> there is no one who has mastered this thing. Paul says it is daily. 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 Somebody say glory to God. Do you believe you have the grace of God available for you? So that the giant in you will arise. Do you believe the grace is available? And I hold my hands in agreement with you that there will be a multiplication of that grace. In the mighty name of Jesus. Anyone sleeping away the sleep of death will wake you up right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever demons have partnered with your bed. To see to the destruction of your destiny. Whatever demons are partnered with your kitchen. To see to the destruction of your destiny. We stand and release grace. That you will overcome. You will overcome that sleep. You will overcome that tiredness. You will overcome that busyness. You will overcome that hunger. You will not die. Instead, the medical condition that is preventing you from fasting. That condition really is scared of the power of God. That's really what is going on. Invest. Big investment. Waxing strong in spirit. The next place you must make big investments is in your mind. I feel strongly to challenge believers 
on this. The average Christian today is uninterested in knowledge. Average. I'm not talking about you. Because you are above average. Amen? Uninterested in knowledge. Could it be that the answer to your six-month prayer point is in a book on your shelf? I didn't even say the book. The book is not in the store. You bought it. Hello? You've bought the book. The book is there begging you, read me. And you're there, Holy Spirit, speak to me. And the Holy Spirit is saying, read it. <laughs> How would you feel if you've written something and somebody's asking you about the same thing? Hello? Imagine I say, you know what? I'm hosting somebody in my house next week Sunday, you know? Somebody who, who scores IS to the quiz. I'm going to serve you to a three-course meal in my house. All right. And you can ask me any question. Ask me about anything. And the person says, PD, I want to ask you about Colossians 2, chapter 3. The Bible says that treasures are hidden. Can you tell me a bit more about deep treasures? Is the person not wasting that time? Because you can, it's on YouTube. You know, I just want you to, to sit down with me and talk to me about prayer. We have part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. I, I just need to understand the ministry of the Spirit. Hello? We have school of the Spirit. Part one, part two, part three, part four, part five, part six, part seven, part eight. Ah, thou art not serious. Thou, thou art unserious, O son of man. Imagine me, imagine running into Pastor Matthew. And as busy as his schedule is, he says, I'm going to give you 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And you sit down with him. And you say, Pastor Matthew, wow. I know you carry a unique grace of God upon your life to challenge God's children to walk in prosperity. Can you tell me about money? Like, from a spiritual perspective, you know, like, like M's of money. And he says, all right, I, I wrote the, the 10 M's. Oh, there's a book. How much richer will that conversation be? If it's, you know, I read the 10 M's of money. And you said something about this. Can we explore it a bit more? And he says, wow. You know, of all the thousands of copies that book has sold, I've been waiting for someone to ask me, what did you really mean about that? The conversation the Holy Spirit wants to be having with you, they are deep conversations. Not surface conversations. The reason why you don't have deep questions is because many of us are shallow in knowledge. Shallow. Like deeply shallow. Hello. Don't say pity your voice is too loud. Many Christians don't read. Many Christians don't read. Like there's no time. So what is there time for? There's time to sleep. There's time to watch a movie. It's time for your favorite shows. Season 1. Episode 1. Episode 24. Season 2. Episode 1. Episode 50. Season 3. But there's no time to read. There's no time. And please, I want to challenge all of us. No matter how great you are doing now, there is great ahead of you. Every one of us knew. Let me just use Pastor Matthew as an example. For many decades, Pastor would read two or three books. Every week. Hello. Hello. 
Hello. When people see me, you say, wow, you look so young. You know, there are two parts to looking young. There's a young engine and there's a young body. Hello. If the engine is old and the body is young, give the body time. It will catch up to the engine. Selah. Do you understand the engine? Now that pastor is 70 plus, he's now doing four books per week. Four. 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 Hello? Can you imagine the kind of conversations he's having with the Holy Spirit? You can't be consuming that much. You will, you will have questions. If the Holy Spirit should come here now, bam. Say, ask me. Some of us might even ask for rent. And the Holy Spirit will be like, seriously? Like, seriously? Knowledge. Go deeper for more. More of God's word. More about your field of endeavor. God has raised me here. No one here can be better than me here. It's not a competition. It's just glory. Do you understand? I'm not, I'm not struggling. We, are, we, are not, we, see, we might be in the same class. We are not classmates. We might be colleagues. We are not in the same league at all. Forget it. I am a representative of the most I hear. I have to excel in this field. I will stay awake studying. Don't tell me C and B is okay. I'm reaching for the A's. There is excellence at work in me. It is for his glory. Your D's, your F's, they don't glory, they glorify anybody. In the study of God's word, go deeper, go deeper. Don't just read two chapters and say, at least I read, I read my Bible. You read nothing. Go deeper in your study. You, 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 you know, I was just meditating. And it just occurred to me that sometimes you need to explain some things in context so that people can really get it. There was a quote we had from the series, who can help me what it was titled? On studying God's word. Revelation knowledge. What did we call it? No, not epignosis was before, way before. The one we did before, be still and know. That we had quotes. I will remember. Someone will remind me. No, no. Midweek. Was it midweek? Midweek teaching. There was one of the quotes by Smith Wigglesworth. Some love to study the Bible in Greek. Others love to study in Hebrew. Say, but I love to study in the Holy Ghost. Can, can anybody remember that quote? Fire quote. Be, be, still, be still and know what's on meditation. If you see, let there be light. Thank you. And there was light. Glory to God. Thank you. You know, and it just occurred to me that someone might hear that and think Hebrew is not important. And Greek is not important. Those things are very important for you to have accurate understanding of the letter. So that when the spirit is brooding on them, and it just occurred to me, so I was having a conversation with the Holy Ghost. And I said, you can literally watch a church service and you can know whether they emphasize root words in that church. Hello? Hello? Do you agree with me? Do you guys agree? PJ threw one, of, one on us this morning. Lambano. I'm sorry, some people are like, what? Lamb what? Are you talking of lambs? Like, like lambano? Hello? Hello? Oh, yeah, a big kata lambano. He said, hey, I've not finished with lambano. There's kata. There's kata lambano. It's important to dig deep. You see, the goal is not for me to bully you that I know Greek. That's far from my goal. My goal is that I'm giving the spirit tools to work with. 
the Holy Spirit told me, if there's anywhere, the, the English is a very weak language, but come next week. There are two English words that we'll talk about next week that are very good. I think they are just two good English words. English is a very weak language. If you, if you understand what joy means in the Greek, there is a way to know a church that you've taught on joy in the Greek. When you say rejoice or more, it's like the press password. You can't say it mistakenly. The people start jumping. And they'll start running and pacing. This is not I cannot dance. This is that I know what the word means. Hello. Hello. When you hear the word agalio, ah, you start jumping profusely. Running and shouting and rejoicing. You've seen Jesus clearly. You've seen the sacrifices made. You've seen the glory that lies ahead of you. When they say lift up your hands in worship, it's not heavy again. It's not, it's not very heavy. You might be in a room filled with thousands of people. Sincerely, it is just you and his majesty. You don't care. When it's time to roll, you roll. When it's time to worship, you worship. When it's time to jump, you jump. When it's time to shout, you shout. Somebody say knowledge. Romans 12 verse 2. A scripture you know very well. As you begin to tie up this morning. Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you. Being worldly transformed by the Holy Spirit. Through a total transformation of how you think. Read books. Study God's word. Go deeper. Set goals for yourself. Pay the price. Fight. The fight. He says it will empower you to discern God's will. As you live a beautiful, satisfying life that is perfect in his eyes. Am I describing your life? Am I describing your life? A beautiful, satisfying. Do you know what satisfying means? That is the missing word in the world's equation of success. A lot of things, but no satisfaction. A lot of so-called results, but no fulfillment. But not for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Proverbs 23, 23. Proverbs 23, 23. Buy the truth. Don't sell it. Invest in wisdom. Invest in instruction. Invest in understanding. Buy books. Attend conferences. Sit down. Listen to messages. Take notes. Revisit your notes. Invest. Pay the price. Beat Balak. Beat Amen to their checks. You pay the big price that it takes for you to enter into the fullness of your destiny. And he says as you are buying it, don't sell it. Don't get tired at some point. Say all these books I've been reading. All this prayer I've been praying. All these fastings I've been fasting. It's working. Even though you don't feel it, it is working. Even though you don't see it, investments have been made. Deposits have been made. Daniel chapter 9 and verse 2. Daniel chapter 9 and verse 2. I'm still making a case to convince someone. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood how by an angel. Today's believer is waiting for angels to come and talk to them. The angel is going to speak through the books. Hello. People are like, wow. I thought I was coming to church today just to receive some nice blessings. Now, I'm being challenged to read. Yes, you have been challenged to read. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13. I'm giving you how many scriptures now? Uh -huh. So that you will know that there is the answer you've been waiting for 
It is in the book on your shelf. It says, I left a coat with Carpus at Troy City. Bring it when you come. This is Paul talking to Timothy. It says, also, somebody say, also. Bring the series. Bring the DVDs. Bring the Netflix subscription. Bring Amazon Prime. Is that what he said? He says, bring the books for me. If you cannot bring all of them, do you know I love this? Can you see that? The great apostle Paul. If you cannot bring all of them, that means there were not five books. There were not two books. Am I the only one seeing these things? If you can't bring all of them, he had lots. He says, be sure to bring my special papers, my, my own jottings. In the King James, it's called parchments. The ones I wrote down, like I read it and I took notes. The author didn't even know they wrote about this. But the Holy Spirit brooded on that and I got this revelation. I wrote it down. Bring it. Bring it. I pray for you that you will wake up. In the mighty name of Jesus. So where are we making big investments? Big investment in your spirit for what? Big investment in your mind for what? And big investment in your body for what? Discipline. Somebody say discipline. The excellence of a giant spirit, the brilliance of a beautiful mind will all come to waste in the presence of an indisciplined body. Uh, I don't know how this time got to that place, but I literally just started my message. Are you scared? Don't be scared for me. We are round enough. Glory to God. I think this is the one a lot of us need to trust God for the grace for. The enemy is just so sure. Let them speak in tongues. Let them giant. This piggy, we've been trying to keep him quiet. We can't keep him quiet. Again, trying to get near him. Just too many, so many bad. Can I say badass on, on the pulpit? I didn't say it. I'm asking. So many badass angels, warrior-looking, fierce things. We can't touch him again. Now it's just, it's just. I said it already. When you are with the mic, you see your <laughs> fierce-looking, dangerous angels around him. Fire, fire everywhere. We can't touch him again. Now the giant in them will wake up. Now they will start studying. Spirit of God will start hovering, giving them deep mysteries. Some of them will receive instructions for their businesses. Instructions for their families. Some of them, even before promotion is due at work, Spirit of God is already giving them insight that will stand them out. That before the next review, your promotion letter is already typed. Said he's waking up something in them. But the enemies hope they, 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 that discipline for the body. No. They will wake up at 12 midnight. They say, I'm doing giant's challenge. Am I not doing my praying in tongues? Open the fridge, take five slices of pizza. You are building your spirit, you are killing your body. Will the giant spirits fly? <laughs> when the body is gone, will the spirit be flying and be hovering? You're going to need the body. There's a discipline for everything that goes into your mouth. Ask yourself. Do you know how, how sacred the temple was? You know, today's sermon, I can literally refer you to like four or five previous teachings. Yeah, can refer you to many like that, just like that. Do you know how sacred the, the, the temple is? 
Hello? How many of us grew up in regions where an idol was worshipped? And when you drove past that place, they told you that that is the shrine of something. How many people are familiar with that? Yes. Do you know the reverence people used to drive by the place? A, 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 a funny thing that as we like, we give you reverence. How much more the temple of the Almighty? He says it's your body. Today, hello, someone is like, baby, steward is making, did you still order pizza? Well, well, amen. Amen. On Sunday's calories are zero. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but on other days, <laughs> as it is going in, ask yourself, is this fit for his temple? Is this fit for his temple? This thing I'm about to, you know, some of us just want to indulge. Fasting period is coming. I want to finish myself. First Corinthians chapter 9. Has someone been blessed so far? Has someone been blessed so far? First Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 24. 1 Corinthians 9 and verse 24. It says, don't you know that everybody in a race is running? It says, but one receives the prize. It says, so run. I can almost hear him say, pay the price. Put in the fight. Don't just say that you showed up and you, and you left. No. Leave a stamp in time. Leave a stamp in that office. Leave a stamp in that family. Let them know there's a real Christian here. They've not rated your God because all the examples of believers we've seen, nothing to write home about. But now we found a real one. Run that you may obtain. Leave a mark. In verse 25. Are they giving us 25? Let's read all the way to verse 27. I can pull it up from here if I know our guys are excellent, so they will have it for us shortly. But while they are bringing it up, I want, I want to, thank you. Thank you. It says, everyone who competes for the prize is temperate. That word means disciplined. Can you see what he's saying? Hello. Everybody's running. Everybody. He said, but not everybody has the focus to win anything. Some people are NFA. Do you know NFA? No future ambition. Some are like that. Imagine comparing yourself with somebody who is no future, no future ambition. Somebody has Olympic gold, wakes up at four, goes to the gym and is there. Somebody else wakes up at eight, snoring away. That person has done how many laps of exercise? And the first thing this other person does, oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm alive. Goes to the fridge. Boom. Brings out pop and burger. See, God does not like wastage. Holy Spirit, you cannot pour it away. When you fed them 5,000, you told them to pack the baskets. They didn't have fridge. We, we have fridge. I packed the basket. I want to warm it. 6 a.m. As they are shouting for the Lord is good, your chicken is already roasting. <laughs> okay, so I put a PD. Round up, round up, round up now. Okay, I'm rounding up. It says, but those who have a goal... They are temperate in all things. Somebody say in all things. The pizza, temperate. The sugar, temperate. The exercise, temperate. It says they are doing all of that to obtain a perishable crown. But we, for an imperishable crown. 
Therefore, I run. He said, well, having preached this wonderful sermon, I don't know what you're going to do with it. Having read this epistle, I don't know what you're going to do with it. But let me tell you what I am going to do with it. I run thus, not with uncertainty. I fight. Is that in your Bible? I fight. That's the book that has rejoiced the most is Philippians. The one that was written from prison. I fight. Not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body. I bring it to subjection. Lest, when I've told them they are deep treasures, my own life is now the joke of town. May it not be our portion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Proverbs 16 verse 32. As a round up this morning. I can now see Jesus face to face. The price has been paid. The blood has made a way for me. I can now see Jesus face to face. Face to face. Is he on your screen? No, let's go to Proverbs 16, 32. He says it's better to be patient than to be powerful. It's better to have self-control. Somebody say self-control. It's better to be disciplined. Three chapters a day is three chapters a day. Tuesday is my fasting day. Tuesday is my fasting day. Thursday is my fasting day. Thursday is my fasting day. Five o'clock I wake up to pray. Five o'clock I wake up to pray. If I feel I'm alive, I wake up to pray. If I feel like I'm I'm dead or dying, I wake up to pray. By oath, I am partnering with the Holy Ghost. To make the big investments for my future. Can we all enter into that covenant? It will not be by your power. It will, be not, it will not be by your might. Let me tell you, it is when you dip your feet in, in the sea that it parts. Oh, you did not hear that. If you chill here and you want it to part first, you see, you will stay at ocean. When you put your feet, then it parts. When you say precious Holy Ghost, by your grace, one hour per day, it parts. When you say by your grace, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday. 4 p.m. is what I can do for now. 3 p.m. is what I I can do for now. It parts. This self-control, if you can have it, you are better than, than people who have conquered cities. Hello? Hello? Have you been blessed this morning? Do you believe the grace is available? Do you believe the grace is available? Come on, jump up on your feet if you believe it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I will never remain the same. The devil is in trouble. You are not the only one who can sign checks. You are not the only one who can pay the price. You are not the only one who can hire people. The greatest, biggest payment has been made for me. And I'm willing now to partner with the Holy Ghost for the advancement of his kingdom in the earth. Through me, through me, through me. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. It's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. We know there's more that's found in you. And it's in you, Lord. It's in you, Lord. We know 
There's more that's found in you. And we will never settle for flawless. We know there's more that's found in you. And we will, we will never settle flawless. We know there's more treasures, treasures. With your name on it, and we will never, we'll never, we know there's more, there's more, more glory, more power, more might. We will never, we'll never, we know. Come on, make it personal. I will. And I will never settle for less, and I will never. I know, I know, there's more, there's more, and I will never settle for less. And I, cause I know there's more. Come on, sing it like you believe it. Yeah, I know. There's more that's found in you. And we will never, never, and we will never sell. Cause we know it's in you, it's in you, it's in you, Lord. All the treasures of wisdom. from just raise hands to heaven and say father i receive the grace i receive the grace to run not to run aimlessly to run with purpose there's glory ahead of me there's more my world should be seen there's glory that i am depriving you of because there are no good works for my worlds to see therefore i receive the grace i'm going to pray for you in a minute i want you to pray in this moment say father i receive the grace i receive the grace my destiny will count for you. I'm not just going to show up and disappear. I am going to be around for your glory for a long time, for mighty things, for great things, to the glory of your name. And all that I need is in you. I receive strength by your spirit. I receive grace by your spirit. 
I receive quickening by your spirit. I awake that medical condition that is keeping me from fasting, that heaviness, that weariness, that situation in my office, that I'm just tired, I'm just drained, that situation in my marriage, I'm just tired, I'm just drained, I'm exhausted. I have come to the place of power. I've come to exchange, exchange. I am dropping my weakness and I'm picking up strength. I am dropping my tiredness. I'm picking up passion. I am pick, I'm dropping up blindness. I'm taking vision because I know there's more in you. There's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. More glory, more power, more love, more strength for my world to see. Because I know there's more. To you in this room, just raise your hands to heaven. Just raise your hands to heaven. I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Hear me. There are so many things by the grace of God, and I say this to the glory of His name. It is after I have finished doing them that I go back and check who did that. How was that even possible? Let me tell you if anybody should descend from heaven wearing wings claiming to be an angel and says that grace is not real I, I, I don't care what the size of the wings I can tell you it is a lie because some of us are doing things that we cannot explain some of us have confidence in what we will walk into tomorrow it does not make any sense it is grace there's something called the food of angels there's something called ability by the Spirit. It is real. You can enter into a room weak. You can live strong. There's something called grace. It is a real currency. It is very tangible. And the beauty is that we can give it. We can give it. It was at the beautiful gate. The guy was waiting for a check. Peter said, I know you think what you need is a check. It would have been nice to also sign you a check. But there's something your destiny needs now. He says, such as I have. By the grace of God, I enjoy God's grace. And the grace is more than enough to last you a generation. Some of you, God, will pull you out from the lane of struggle. From the lane of strife. And it will bring you into the place of grace. You will do hard, difficult things. You will do them easily. You will pray long and it will be like you just prayed for a short period. The same you, when you are fasting, is as though you are going to die. You are now going to begin to enjoy the quiet place. The same you, five minutes into study time, you've dozed off. The same you, you will be like, Holy Spirit, I can't wait to get back. I can't wait to continue that study with you. Do you believe it is real? All of that to convince someone there is such a thing called grace. This race, this prize, this fight, if you don't hear well, it will be as if we are telling you to go discover works. No. We do it from a place of rest. A place of confidence in his abilities. By my God. By my God. By my God. Oh, someone here is receiving ability. You are going to run through a trip. Someone here is receiving abilities. You are going to leap over a wall. You say, but I didn't learn jumping. I'm not even athletic enough. Then you will discover there's, come, there's something called the wings of the Spirit. It will carry you over walls. It will open doors for you. 
is to bring into rooms that you thought you did not qualify for. Grace, grace, grace. Therefore, by the authority in the name of Jesus, I stand as one saint dispensing spiritual verities for everyone under the sound of my voice that the destiny you carry, the glory of God stored for you, treasures laid up for you have been dormant for so long. Father, I pray, a supply of grace, a supply of grace, a supply of grace. Oh, someone is being changed forever. A supply of grace, a supply of grace, a supply of grace, supernatural abilities, a supply of grace, a supply of grace, spiritual blessings, a supply of grace, a supply of grace, divine exemption. Are you ready to take it? Let your right hand go above your head. Father, in the name of Jesus, all over this room, for those here and those watching online, let there be a tangible release of the grace for exploits, the grace for awakening, eyes that will begin to see treasures, discipline to study, discipline to fast, discipline for the secret place. Therefore, take that grace right now. Take that grace right now. You will never remain the same. Your family will never remain the same. Your life will never remain the same. The works of your hands will never remain the same. I want you as loudly as you can shout, I receive the grace to pay the price to reveal God's glory through my life. Shout it one more time. I receive the grace to pay the price to reveal God's glory in my life. It is so in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, I want you to rejoice. Let's see if you know what that word means now. I can't see anybody jumping. I can't see anybody jumping. I can't see anybody shouting. I can't see anybody running. I can't see anybody jumping. Grace, 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 grace. Thank you, gracious Father. I can't leave this stage without giving someone an opportunity to make the best decision ever. The person of Jesus is knocking on the door of your heart. I know you've tried before and you've been exhausted. I know you're hurt or you're disappointed. Whether it's your first time or you're rededicating your life. Rededicating your life. I want to pray with you. I want to, the journey starts now. The journey starts with this decision. If you will say with me, Lord Jesus, I believe you are the son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you took my place in the grave. I believe you rose victoriously on the third day. I believe you are alive today. So I ask that you come live in me. I ask that you live through me. And I receive the grace to live for you. I receive eternal life in my spirit. And I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. I will live the rest of my days for you. By your grace, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Come on, anybody ready to launch out into a new season of glory? Into a new season of glory? I want you, wherever you are, to jam those hands together. Give the Lord a big shout! Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. 
And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at K-I-C-C-Canada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.